Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. This is All of It. I'm Allison Stewart. Today's Best of Show was curated by the All of It producers. Each one picked a segment that stood out to them from the last year. They'll tell you what made it special. Up now, producer Simon Close has picked our listening party with legendary vocalist Mary Clayton. This year, she released her first album in a quarter century, titled Beautiful Scars. Here's Simon with more. Mary Clayton is a living legend. She's probably best known as the vocalist you hear on this Rolling Stones track. Clayton became better known outside the music industry through the documentary 20 Feet from Stardom. She originally had plans to release a solo album on the wave of attention that that doc brought her, but those plans were derailed because of a car accident that led to the amputation of both her legs below the knee. But she was resilient. She kept singing and she got back to the album with some encouragement from her friend and producer Lou Adler, and she joined us by phone this year when the album came out. So whenever a guest is joining us remotely, which has been pretty much all the time in the last two years, we do a sound check with them to minimize any potential live issues and to make sure that their connection sounds okay. Usually what I'll do is ask them to recite the alphabet or to count to 10 or to tell me what they had for breakfast. When Mary Clayton joined us, though, I explained the sound check. I gave her the usual alphabet breakfast prompts. And then all of a sudden, I realized she's singing. And the song she's singing is You Are So Beautiful. So it's me and Mary Clayton, just the two of us on a phone call together. And Mary Clayton is singing You Are So Beautiful to me, to me. I think in my dazed reaction to that, I fumbled something like, that sounds great. And what I meant by that was the phone connection. But I really have to laugh at the idea of me having the audacity to tell Mary Clayton that her singing sounds great, as if she wouldn't already know that just because she's Mary Clayton. So that was a real treat, despite the fact that Mary Clayton didn't actually reply to the prompts that I gave her, and I never found out what she had for breakfast. But I got something pretty unforgettable in return. Here's Mary Clayton, Beautiful Scars. I've been knocked out, I've been kicked down, but fate brought me And I'm still standing here now These are beautiful scars that I have on my heart This is beautiful proof that I've made it this far Every hurt I've endured, every cut, every bruise Wear it proud like a badge, wear it like a tattoo These are beautiful scars, yeah, yeah These are beautiful scars, yeah, yeah Mary Clayton joins me now for an all of it listening party. Mary, welcome. 
Thank you so much. Ooh, that beautiful scar sounds so good. It does sound good. It sounds... I can't listen to it too much because I just start to cry. I got a little choked up there, I have to say. I, you might have heard. <laughs> for real, I mean, for real, right? Yeah. Part of this, your story, your story's amazing all the way through, but you were in the hospital for five months after this accident. And Lou yeah. Adler came to you and said, hey, do you want to make a record? And you're like, that is the furthest thing from my mind right now. <laughs> but, when, <laughs> but when it came up a little bit later, you said yes. What changed in that time? Well, um, what changed was, you know, Lou has been, I call him Uncle Lou because I'm, I'm the only one basically allowed to call him Uncle Lou because <laughs> when you've known someone since 1969, and you've been great friends, and uh, he's been like my mentor, my friend, my my uh, my surrogate dad, my godfather, basically in this music industry. Everything that I've ever done, he's all basically he's always approved because I've always go went to him with everything, you know. And he would, you know, counsel me and say, "Oh, there, Mary, you don't know that may be a little too much, and that may be too hard. That work may be too hard. You may not want to do that, but." He came to me, um, matter of fact, he asked me when I was in the hospital, he said, Mary, he says, you know, you really should, you know, you have to sing again. That's what he said. I said, I said, well, Uncle Lou, I really don't know. I'm not really thinking about that right now. He said, well, we'll revisit it. So every month for like three months, he would say, you know, you, you have to sing again. You know, I said, well, you know, maybe uh, we will think about it. So finally, uh, after I got out of the hospital, and I was out of the hospital for about seven months, I got a call from my manager. I received a call from uh, uh, Chris Martin from Coldplay. Mm -hmm. And uh, Chris said, hey, uh, Alan, how's Mary doing? And we're concerned about Mary, and we hope she's doing okay. Tell us what's going on. So, of course, my manager said, well, she's doing fine. You know, gratefully, she's really doing much better. So they said, well, we're going to be in town in two weeks. We'd love to have Mary just come by the studio and hang out with us, you know. So um, I spoke to Lou. He says, well, go and have a good time. And, you know, the guys want to see you. Go, go. Just get out and go. That was my first time out in the world mm -hmm. after um, I'd come home from the hospital. So um, I went. Uh, the guys greeted me with a lot of love and tenderness and, you know, sent for me in this beautiful car and whatever I needed was there and they were there and I was there and we just kind of hung out during the day. But then I, and that's when, when the whole thing with Chris Martin said, hey, you know what, I know you're going to sing again. Right. And whenever you decide you're going to go back in the studio, I want to write something for you. you and know? he sure did. So I, he sure did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I, said, I said, Chris, are you serious? He said, yes, I'd love to write something for you. Or we could write something together, you know. So when all of that transpired, and I spoke to Lou again. I speak to him two or three times a day. He wants to know how I was doing, what I was doing. Are you doing your therapy? Um, what's going on with you? What are you thinking? What are you? I said, well, he says, well, Mary, what do you want to do? He said, what kind of music? I said, well, you know what? I said, first of all, if I do any music at all, the first thing I'd like to do is pay homage to my God for delivering mm -hmm. me out of that terrible situation that I was in, you know. I said, I have to do that first. I don't want to do anything else before 
I thank him through the gift that he's given me, you know. So Lou says, well, that's all I have to hear. They said, that's all I want to hear, you know. <laughs> so we we went ahead to uh, to start to work, you know, on what we were going to do, What call Terry. I said, well, I'll give a call to Terry. And Terry came over right away. He said, hey, I've got these great songs. And he came over with, um, oh, what a friend you are to me, and Deliverance. You know, and he wrote these wonderful songs. He said, you can do this. And, you know, we're we're not even rehearsing. He just wanted to play them for me. And we just started to cry, you know, because they were so touching and so exactly what we needed. It wasn't like I had to go hunting for songs. The songs kind of found me, you know, which I loved. That means it was meant to be. I want to play one of those songs because you mentioned Chris Martin. And he wrote, he did did write a song for you, Love is is a Mighty River. Let's take a listen to Love is a Mighty River from Mary Clayton's new album, Beautiful Scars. Sometimes we don't know which way to go I heard about the mighty river I want to wait there Going to the river I want to bask in its flow There's nothing but love The mighty river Clayton for her new album, Beautiful Scars. The album, you know, it has new songs on it. It's got a new version of Leon Russell's A Song For You, which you originally recorded, recorded back in, I think it was 1971. Why yeah. did you want to put this, re-record this for the album? Well, it wasn't my idea. It was basically Uncle Lou's idea. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, you know what? We were sitting around uh, behind the board. We had done, I, I don't remember the song that we had done prior to this idea, well, we were sitting around just doing a listen back, and he said, you know what? I have a great idea. I said, well, what is it? He says, you know, you should try You should do song for you. I said, wow, you, that's really a blast from the past. Mm-hmm. And um, we all looked at each other, and Terry says, yes, that would be great. He said, we'll, we'll do that song. Mary, you should do that song. So Terry just went about the business of just doing the track. And I came in the next day, the track was done, and all I had to do was go out and sing it. And it, that was always my my song and my husband's song. He would always love for me to sing a song for you. And any show that I would do, we'd do together, and we always worked together. He said, baby, will you just do that song for me? I said, of course I'd do that song for you. So that was like, you know, when a husband and a wife or a girlfriend and a boyfriend have a favorite song, well, that mm-hmm. was our song. So when it came time to uh, to do the song, I'd done the song, and I wondered why Lou said, okay, that was great. You don't have to do it again. It's perfect just the way it is. Let's go to the next song. And I said, well, he's sure to do that fast. He said, well, no, you know how you are. He said, you come in and you do it in a couple of takes, and it's done. It's a performance, which that's the way I love to work. Mm-hmm. I don't like to come in and, to a studio and do a song 900 times and <laughs> You know, you can't get the spirit of it. I, I prefer to go in and have done my homework at home, so when I go into the studio, it's a performance, you know. Mm-hmm. So I did the performance, and he was happy with that. 
And we went ahead to the next song, not knowing that he and Terry had something up their sleeve. So in two weeks, he calls my son and he says, Kevin, I need you to, you know, to go to your mom's because um, I'm going to send this, this song down and I want you to be there with her. You have to be there with her when she mm-hmm. listens. So Kevin says, Mom, Uncle Lou sent the song down. He wants us to listen. We're listening to song for you. And I'm thinking that, you know, it's just something that he sent down. And we go through the song, and there's this brilliant saxophone on the song. And Kevin is look, looking at me. I'm looking at him. He says, Mom, that's Dad. And, of course, we just both start to ball. So what they did, they dropped the solo from 1971, Song for You, and dropped it in this version of Song for You. And it was just a brilliant idea, and it sounds wonderful. Let's listen to it. A song for you from Mary Clayton. I've been so many places in my life and time. I've been so many places in my life and time. Sung a lot of songs. I've made some bad out my life on stages with 10,000 people watching me and we alone now and I'm singing this song to you I know your image of me is what I hope to be Lord you treated me with such goodness now I can truly see There's no one more important to me I know you can see through me Cause we're alone now That is from Beautiful Scars. My guest is Mary Clayton. We've been talking about Terry, Terry, Terry this. It's Terry Young, who was an amazing songwriter. He wrote a couple songs on this record, God's Love and, and Oh, What a Friend. What was the thing about Oh, what a friend that really clicked for you, Mary, and motivated you to keep going. Well, um, the song says, Oh, what a friend you are. When I was bound, you set me free. There's none like you. You know, and and I thought about Lou. You know, I thought about the Lord, of course, but there, there were two things that I thought about. I thought about Uncle Lou, and I thought about what a great friend he's been to me. There's none. I have no friend in the world like Uncle Lou. No, none. I have a lot of acquaintances, you know, and people that I deal with on the regular. But there's none, there's no friend like Uncle Lou, none. And, and that motivated me because, you know, I have really been blessed. I have been so totally blessed with one of the greatest human beings in the world, to be in my corner, and there's none like him. Between he and and the Creator, there's none like him. You know, he you know you, he helped to bring me through a mm. devastating time. And there have been many times in my life that I've had to go through things. And who shows up? The uncle, the infamous Uncle Lou. So that meant something to me um, regarding regarding him. But then again, you know. God always shows up in my life, you know, whatever I'm going through, anything. And there have been several things, none as big as this last situation that I went through, mm-hmm. where, you know, 
as we say in, in, in my church, God showed up and showed out. In other words, he just delivered me out of this, the, the, this devastating situation that I went through and brought me out shining like gold. I'm feeling great. I look great. And, you know, not to be full of myself, but I sound pretty good. <laughs> Yes, yes, ma'am, you do. You do sound pretty good. Uh, Understatement of the year. Let's listen to Mary Clayton, Oh, What a Friend, from her album, Beautiful Scars. You know, you were in the hospital for so long, Mary, and that is, a, as you said, a devastating thing to wake up and, and find out to save your life, that they had to amputate your, your legs from the knees down. Um, did you ever have a moment when you thought you were just just not going to make it, like it just life wasn't going to be what you wanted it to be, and then how'd you, how did you turn it around? Well, I have to tell you, and I have to tell you the truth. Um, I never thought that I wasn't going to make it. I, I just mm-hmm. never thought. That never crossed my mind that That's I was going to make it. And I never, and I'm not trying to be braggadocious, but um, I never thought that I wasn't going to make it. And I also never said, because to me, the way I was taught is that you are what you say, you know. I always believed that I was going to make it, and I always believed that I was going to come out. I didn't know how. I didn't know when. I didn't know where. I didn't know who, but I knew I was going to come out of this situation. I knew it was going to take time. I knew it was going to take time. You can't go through what I went through and it not take time. But I never thought I wasn't going to make it. I never did, and I never, you know, cried the blues. I I never did the woe is me kind of thing. You know, I don't know why, but in my spirit, I just knew I had great people around me, too. That was my conversation with singer Mary Clayton, whose latest album is Beautiful Scars. That interview was picked by producer Simon Close as one of his favorites of 2021.